great creating starts with your imagination and ends wherever you want it to go. I'm Miss Nimmer. Thanks for joining me. The idea I want you to explore today is called anthropomorphism. Anthropomorphism. That's a big word. You may know it already. Bonus points if you know how to spell it. Not really. I can't give you bonus points, but I sure can give you a tip and an insight on how to use anthropomorphism. Anthropomorphism is the technique of making non-human characters really come alive, particularly animals. So it's different from personification. Like if you say um, something like your sandwich stared up at you or your homework shouted at you um, or the trees were singing in the breeze, um, those are beautiful stylistic personification techniques. Anthropomorphism is the full development of non-human, primarily animal, um, characters as entities in your story. So it would be like when you think of those children's books where your characters are rabbits or dogs or whatever, where they're actually living and interacting and talking and reacting and thinking as if they were human traits built into these animal characters. So when you're talking about a story such as The Ugly Duckling, or when you're talking about a story such as Red Riding Hood, you're looking at anthropomorphism there first in birds in one story and in the wolf in another. So the characters remain animal, but they are added to with the human characteristics that are anthropomorphic. What I ask you to do in today's challenge is figure out how you can use anthropomorphism in a story in a way that is more than just surface, more than just making that snake or that squirrel or that cow um, live and think and act and breathe and consider and plan and remember as if they were human. But letting them do all of those things while remaining snake-like, while remaining cow-like, lizard-like, eagle-like, whatever. What traits can you preserve from an animal that you can thereby blend with these human characteristics? So, for instance, let's take a fish, okay? Disney uses fish um, in, you know, under the sea and Little Mermaid and all of these, you know, images that you can pretty easily picture. If you took a catfish and you took a shark and you took, let's uh, go outside of that genre and, and take a dolphin, okay, what characteristics of those animals could you retain as natural to them while adding on the anthropomorphic human-like abilities and capacities? That is your challenge. And how would you know? How would you know what traits to retain from their animal-ness? Research. 
read up on any animals that you would be giving anthropomorphic roles and let that research guide your thinking as to how to make them characters, how to make them still very much the animals they are, but also adding on the anthropomorphic tendencies to be able to think and feel and reason and plan and interact as if they were human. Take a few moments and give that a try, would you? Maybe coming up with five animals and doing a bit of research on the internet to get down some typical traits of them as animals, jotting that down beside the animal. I'll come back to you in just a second while you do that little bit of research. Now think about what capacity you can add to them that is anthropomorphic, human-like. Will your octopus be able to worry about its young? Will your giraffe be able to laugh at something really funny? Will your elephant be able to mourn something that was sad? Uh, will your anteater be able to plan for the future? Play with those ideas and see what storylines can come up when you make anthropomorphism alive. Great. Creating starts with an idea and ends wherever you want it to go, this time by blending the animal world with the human world for anthropomorphism, a base for a really cool creativity opportunity. That's it for Great Creating Today. Hope you had fun. Go out and make some magic with your imagination.